welcome to the Fiercely Faye podcast. I'm your host, Ali Faye, entrepreneur, online coach, and your wellness bestie, here to bring you all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. This podcast is designed to help you expand your mind, shift your perceptions, and be more present. So turn the volume up and put your headphones on. Let's go live life fiercely. Welcome back to another episode. I'm so happy you're here. This episode is a little personal for me today. When I was thinking about it, I was actually tearing up a little bit. So I've got, I've got a good one for you guys today. Um, I wanted to get you know real and vulnerable with you all. You know that I like to keep things genuine and authentic. And relationships is an authentic part of being human. It's an authentic part of that. And I don't just mean dating types of relationships. I'm also talking about friendships and family, any kind of relationship that you have with someone in your life. For me, this episode today was inspired by recent dating experience, recent dating experience. Um, But the more that I thought about it, the more I realized like it actually also aligns with a past friendship that I had and that I held on to very, very, very tightly, um, and it broke me. It was a best friend I never thought I had um, before, and that I thought I would never have again. But this episode today can be related on any sort of relationship level. So whether it's a friendship, a family, a dating, intimate relationship this episode is for you guys. So if I cry, if I tear up in this episode, I'm not going to edit it out. I'm just going to be real and vulnerable with you guys. So I apologize in advance if I get a little bit uh, (laughs) choked up. (laughs) But before we dive into it, into the nitty gritty, for those who are new here, um, I always like to start my podcast with a random quote uh, selected by Um, selected from a random book, one of my self-development books on my bookshelf. And what I do is I just open it up to a random page and whatever quote I see is what I read. And 100% of the time, it always can relate and connect with the episode that we talk about afterwards. Um, So hopefully with you, it really connects and resonates with you as well. So let's get into it today. So today's quote is from Super Attractor by Gabrielle Bernstein, my all-time favorite author. Her Super Attractor book is about methods for manifesting a life beyond your wildest dreams, and this book is one of my favorites from her, and it's really opened up my lens and my view on life and how to really attract everything that I desire. So I've opened it up to a random page, and there's a quote here that I'm going to read for you. So if you can connect to this in any way in your own life, I think this will be very, very helpful. So she says, the way out of fear is to lift the veil and see through the lens of spirit. When we do this, we will remember that we are safe, whole, and protected. That's amazing. I love that so much. The way out of that fear is to lift the veil and see through the lens of spirit. When we do this, we will remember that we are safe, whole, and protected. 
I think that's super powerful. And if you can resonate with that on any level at all, even the smallest, tiniest little thing, whatever first came to your mind is what that triggered, is what that pulled from you. Maybe it's a healing point. Maybe it's an amazing memory. Maybe it's a place of healing that you need to address, that you need to recognize. Whatever it is for you, listen to it, sit with it, acknowledge it. Don't judge it. Don't judge yourself. Really sit in that feeling and sit in those thoughts and feel those feelings that come to you. I think that's a super powerful quote today. And going into today's episode, I want you guys to keep an open mind and I want you guys to really resonate with this in your own lives, however you resonate with it. I'm going to share a little story here for you guys that's obviously personal for me, but it should it should shed some light on something of your own life. And it doesn't have to be something present. It doesn't have to be something you're currently going through or recently went through. It could be something that you've overcome and healed from, right? And what that's going to do for you is really acknowledge how far you've come and the healing that you've done and the growth that has come from that. But if you're currently going through something, then this episode is equally for you as well because I'm going to help you to see and address and acknowledge the things that we have to be present with in order for us to grow and move forward. So let's get into today's episode. For those who know me, I have been single since 2017. I was in an extremely violent relationship, um, but was also stuck in a place in life that I had never been before. So when people would ask me, why'd you stay so long or why didn't you leave, etc., I was still in college. I had an extremely part-time job. I had no family that lived in that city or around it or anywhere in the area that I could go to. And I couldn't just go and stay with any friend or coworker because I had my cat and a huge Siberian Husky. And that's a lot of baggage. That's a lot of package to take in when you're trying to help somebody. So I stayed in that relationship, that violent relationship. It was easier and better for me to deal with and to deal with that behind closed doors than it was for me to burden my friends and the people that I cared about. That violent relationship, it was the least of my worries. It was something that I could handle and I could do it without judgment from anybody else. And I could do it behind closed doors where I wouldn't burden or hurt anybody else, especially the people that I cared about. So have any of you had a relationship or a friendship or even a family situation like that? It's almost like you can handle what's happening at home You're like a pro at this point at hiding what's happening behind closed doors from your friends or from your family. It's honestly a master (laughs) until you start having marks and bruises and black eyes and then people start asking questions. You're able to kind of keep that behind closed doors, deal with it on your own. A lot of people have that strength. I don't even know if that's strength, to be honest, but it, it takes a master to really do that. And I know that there's a lot of us out there that really do that. Now, that was my last relationship in 2017. That's my last recollection of how a relationship not should be because I know better now, but it's my last recollection of how a relationship was. 
and it took almost, I'd say a solid three years for my body, my physical body to move on from the PTSD that I had from that. My heart and my mind always move on very quickly. I've kind of mastered that from a young age, just from growing up and moving out at a young age as well, not having any family or anyone taking care of me. And I had to just take care of myself and figure out life while I was in school and growing up as a teenager into my adult life as well. So my head and my heart can shut off and move on very quickly. Once I make up my mind and I flip that switch, there's no going back. It's a blessing and a curse. Um, but my body had held on to a lot of PTSD and it would get triggered by the most random things, not even anything violent or anything at all, but anybody coming up from behind me or startling me, my PTSD would be triggered. And so all that to say, my healing journey has been long. It has been very in-depth and detailed and isolating and lonely And a lot of self-development books, podcasts, journaling, meditations, yin yoga, Buddhist retreats, separation from friends, family, partying, and especially dating, that's what it took for the last, I don't know how long it's been, six, almost seven years. So fast forward to today, I'm slowly losing my voice here, guys, I'm sorry, Fast forward to, you know, today's present day and where we are, where I'm at, okay? Now, I like to keep things really real and genuine and open with everybody, but my dating life is something I've kind of kept in the dark, unless you were in my tight circle, unless you were a super close friend of mine, um, and even then, sometimes I'll go on dates or I'll do things and I won't even tell anybody about it unless something good comes from it or unless it's something that like prolongs. And then my friends are like, what? You've been seeing this person for a week, two weeks, a month? When did that happen? So even now, I actually, I'm going to correct myself here. Even now, even in my my closest circle, I still keep dating life and parts of my dating life very much in the dark and very much to myself. And I was recently seeing somebody for the last two months and I just fell through. And through this, I learned so much about myself, where I'm at mentally, emotionally, what I have to offer, what still needs healing, what I require of somebody else or of a partner, of a relationship. And even though it had only been two months with this person, it can be really hard to let go for so many reasons, right? Have you guys experienced that where you're with somebody or you meet somebody or you have a new friend in your group, and you become almost attached to this person. You have all these feel-good feelings with them. It can be really hard to let go when things fall through. So if there's someone or something that you're having a hard time letting go of, this is it right here. (laughs) This is it for you. And even if you're not currently going through something, this will resonate with you because we all have a past. We all have relationships, friendships that, you know, breakups that were really hard on us. Okay, so this is it right here. This is it for you. And hopefully this will shed some light if you're starting new friendships or having new friend circles or you're starting to date again. Okay, this will be super beneficial for you as well. 
So obviously today's podcast, you have to acknowledge attachment in order to detach. Well, we can't detach from someone until we acknowledge that we were attached to this person and then understand why we're attached to them. What hole do we think we feel they're filling within us? That hole we think they're filling, it's only a reflection of where we're at with ourselves, if you really think about it. That hole that we think or we feel they're filling, it's only a reflection of ourselves. If you're with someone because they make you feel loved, that tells you that you don't love yourself enough. Because if you did, if you did love yourself enough, you wouldn't depend on them to love you. Does that make sense? If you're with someone because they make you feel appreciated and respected, it's a reflection that you don't appreciate yourself wholeheartedly and you outsource for respect or appreciation because you don't respect yourself enough. Because if you did, you wouldn't seek that in somebody else. Or validation, that's a huge one. If you seek validation from that person, it's because you don't believe that you are enough as you are. If you did, you wouldn't care what people think. You wouldn't care what they think. You wouldn't care what anyone thinks. Because you're secure in yourself and know genuinely that you are enough. You don't seek or require validation from anything outside of yourself because you know and you feel it with every ounce of your body that genuinely you are enough as you are. So I invite you to ask yourself, are you holding on to someone that isn't good for you, that doesn't align with you or support you? If you are, then I also invite you to reflect on those relationships and ask yourself, why are you attached? Why am I attached to this person? What hold do they have over me? Or am I allowing them to have over me? What hole do I think they're filling? With this new relationship ending, I was asking myself the same thing and I was asking myself, why am I having a hard time letting go? Obviously when it's fresh, it's very hard to, you know, completely separate yourself from that unless you are literally a savage. (laughs) Okay. But when it's super fresh and it really is for me, and that's why I wanted to talk to you guys about it today because it is so fresh in my mind and these feelings are very real and it has been a process for me to reflect and to process my feelings, my thoughts, my emotions with it. So I was asking myself, why am I having a hard time letting go? I wasn't emotionally upset. I'm not emotionally upset. I haven't cried. My heart doesn't feel like it's broken or caving in. Like I don't feel like my chest is heavy. You know that like heartbreak feeling? I don't have any of that. (laughs) Like those are real hard breakups that we experience in our like teens, our 20s, growing up, or if you've been with somebody for a really, really, really long time, or if you've even lived with somebody, right? This is a person that I was only seeing for two months. So I don't have any of those feelings. There's no emotional heartbreak or anything like that. So I was like, why am I having such a hard time letting go? And 
it was because there's a hole in me that he or being around him was really filling. And even though for the last two months seeing this person, which is very surface level, right? We haven't gone on any road trips. We haven't like done anything crazy where you really start building that relationship or building a foundation, really diving deep into who you are individually, what makes you you, where you come from. It was very surface level. But looking back and looking at it, there was definitely a hole in me that he was filling, a void that he was filling. So looking back, I now see the main reason or one of the main reasons that that hole or that void was being filled by him. By him. And there's two parts. And I'm going to be so honest with you guys. I'm not scared at all to share this. Like, I'm actually really proud of myself for really acknowledging, like, okay, it's not that I was with him for the wrong reasons, right? We had a really great time. We learned a lot from each other. But leaving that relationship and letting go of it and why I'm having a hard time or why I was having a hard time with it, acknowledging that why, that's going to stay authentic. That's going to keep you in your power. So for me... I'm acknowledging that and I'm sharing that with you guys in light and in hopes that you can do that and be honest with yourself as well. Be truthful with yourself and how you feel. Don't judge yourself, but don't neglect it either. So the first part of it was business. We're both entrepreneurs. We're both fit coaches. We're in the same business. And I was learning so much from him. Honestly, I really was. I've always felt so inspired, ambitious, and determined in my own business and my own entrepreneur, entrepreneurship because he was teaching me things that I didn't know before. He was teaching me new things and I was applying them in my own business and they were working. He was teaching me value. He was giving me value for my business. And for that, I almost looked up to him right? He had more experience in this world, in this entrepreneurship, in the same business that I'm in. And I was learning a lot from him. On the other hand, it felt good to be with somebody. So that's the reason why I explained how long it's been since I've dated, what my last relationship was like, because it's been a long ass time. It felt good to be with somebody, to laugh, to have someone's affection, to share memories. It felt good to be with somebody on an intimate level. I haven't had that in a very long ass time. Just to be in somebody's arms, to laugh, eat your favorite food together, like that intimacy, the affection, feeling wanted, that's the hardest part to let go. And I've been alone, I've lived alone, I've done everything alone for many, many, many years. So being alone with myself is not something that I need to work on or that I feel I lack or anything like that. I actually strive when I'm alone. When I do things, I'm at my own pace, I'm at my own speed, and I work pretty fast. I do things very quickly compared to most. And I see that in a lot of my friendships as well that are a little bit more chill, laid back, go with the flow. I'm very like, da-da-da-da-da, go, go, go. 
<laughs> so being alone is actually a huge bonus and a huge um, positive for me. And I do need my alone space. Like I'm nowhere near ready to even move in with somebody else or to share space with somebody else. So being alone isn't it for me. So I had to dive a little bit deeper and say, okay, then what is it outside of the business and outside of being alone? What was it? And it was just being with somebody again on an intimate level. I haven't had that for so long. I've been alone with myself for years and years and years. And being around him, being with him, it felt good not being alone. And so there's a couple things that we can learn from this. The obvious, we need to address the hole in us, that hole that seeks validation, seeks intimacy, seeks love, respect, appreciation, whatever it might be for you. We need to look at ways in which we can give those things to ourselves. Right? We got to be able to give those things to ourselves and feel whole on our own. And if you think about it, in terms of how you pour into others, how you show up for the people, places, and experiences in our lives, you can't pour from an empty cup. You just can't. How you show up to the relationships in life, including your family and friends, is determined on how you show up for yourself. If you don't show up for yourself in the world of needing validation, appreciation or respect, feeling enough on your own. The other thing that we can learn from this is what we actually require from a partner. And I think for me, this is a huge part of it. What we actually require from a partner or a friend or any kind of relationship Maybe it's father figure. Maybe it's your mother. Maybe it's a sibling. Okay, what we actually require from a relationship is what we actually need to learn from this. So when we've addressed the holes in ourselves and we've filled those voids on our own and we start to put ourselves out there again or we start to show up to different relationships and friendships again, we're no longer blocked by the voids within us. Does that make sense? We have so much more clarity and we actually start to see people in situations and experiences for what they are rather than what they could be. I think I did an episode about this, about falling in love with potential. It's not going to get you anywhere. You got to address and acknowledge what's right in front of you presently. Becoming attached to someone's potential in a place of feeling a void in you, when you start feeling those voids on your own, becoming attached with somebody's potential is now replaced with being acknowledged to their present, with being open to their present. And yours too, honestly. Because you start to see yourself for who you are rather than what you're trying to fill or what you're trying to see or what you're trying to accommodate, what you're trying to go after. So how do you let go? How do you move on? How do you detach from someone? And honestly, the answer to this is just acknowledging that you are attached to this person and then understand why we're attached to them. What's the hole or the void within yourself that you need to nurture? Once you do this, things just start clearing up. It starts to make sense. Your mind starts putting the pieces together 
feel like I'm tearing up here a little bit. <laughs> okay, your mind starts putting the pieces together and from there, you get clarity. You get closure. And <laughs> I'm tearing up. I'm so sorry. Oh my goodness. The confidence that you need to leave it behind. It's hard. It's really, really hard. We are human and as women, we are creatures of nature and loving and nurturing, but we lack that when it comes to ourselves. We lack that when it comes to ourselves. We give so freely all of our heart and our time and energy to other people, especially when they're not good for us because part of us, and let me know if you resonate with this, part of us thinks that we can fix somebody else because we see their potential, right? We see their potential and we want to fix it. We want to nurture them. But what about ourselves? Do we not see the potential in ourselves? The hole and void that we are so trying to figure out and fix in somebody else, we need that same love. We need that same nurturing energy. We need to fill up our own cup. And we need to do that on our own, not through somebody else, not through outsourced, not through validation, only us in ourselves. Once you start doing that, things start clearing up. It starts to make sense. You start to get clarity. And then how you show up for your relationships is so wholesome and so wholeheartedly genuine that you start to see the green flags, the red flags, what you want out of a relationship, what you require, and also where you yourself need more healing. I hope that kind of makes sense for you guys. I hope that this episode today, in all my little tears and hiccups. I hope that this episode has connected with you in some way, in some way or another, and that you can resonate with it on some kind of part of your life, either in your past or going forward. I hope that you can carry it with you. I hope that you can put these own perspectives into your own life and see where you need to show up for yourself a little more so that you can live your life a little more fiercely. Until next time, I appreciate y'all. So much love. And that wraps up another episode of Fiercely Fay. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you found this helpful. Make sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already and share this podcast with anyone you think would get value from it. And remember, live life fiercely.